The psalm reading for this morning is psalm number 8. It is a psalm of David. And David would sing these words. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babies and infants you have established strength because of your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you've set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the heavens and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? Creator of all life, we are created in your own image. And each and every person we meet is also created in your own image, fearfully and wonderfully made by you. Reveal your spirit to all who seek your presence. You have made this world in beauty. Bring healing to all that is broken. Open our ears, our hearts, and our minds to your word for us this day. Amen. A man had an awful day at work. Everything had gone wrong. I'm sure that's hard to imagine. There was one interruption after another, and he was never able to complete his work. And when he entered the door at home that evening, he knew that his wife must have had a pretty similar day. He could see it in her face. So to set the process straight, he began. I have just had the worst day of my life. It's been bad news, bad news, bad news. Now, I don't know what kind of day that you have had, but if at all possible, can you just share some good news with me? Well, his wife, a thoughtful and loving person, considered his request for a moment, and then she said, well, of course I can. You know we have six beautiful children, right? He agreed. Well, she said, five of them did not break a leg today. <laughs> Perspective. It makes all the difference. Perspective. This is a beautiful psalm of perspective this morning. I need to tell you right off the bat, if you didn't pick it up on your own, you are not the center of the universe. That just jumps right off the pages of this psalm. This psalm is a hymn of praise to God. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. We are not the center of the universe. God is. In fact, compared to many of the wonders of God's creation, 
we are also pretty small. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you've set in place, what does it mean that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? We are tiny, small, somewhat insignificant. But I don't think we can really understand who we are until we understand who we are in relation to God. Bill Bryson, in his book, A Short List of Everything, says that it is a miracle that we even exist. I love how he puts this. Trillions of atoms come together for approximately 650,000 hours. That's the average span of a human life. And then they silently begin to disassemble and go off to other things. But there never was something like us before, and there will never be something exactly like us again. But for about 650,000 hours, the miracle that is us, uniquely us, exists. And he goes on to contend that it is likely that one of our atoms was a part of Shakespeare a few hundred years before we were even thought of in our parents' minds. And that one or more of our atoms will become a part of a leaf or a tree just a few years after we die. It is really a miracle beyond our ability to comprehend. We are so tiny, so seemingly insignificant. And the only reason we have any claim at all to uniqueness or importance is solely our relationship with our Creator. We occupy a unique place in God's creation because God designed it that way. Imagine, if you will, this God of all creation is mindful of me. Do we understand it? Of course not. This notion joins a long list of many other things in our lives that we just don't understand. We don't understand how brown cows eat green grass and give us white milk, but we pour it over our cereal in the morning. We do not understand a mother's love or a father's patience, but we count on both of them and we cherish them. We do not exactly understand how pain helps us grow, but we know that it often does. There is so much we don't understand, but we just accept it nonetheless. We live in a remarkable world, remarkably designed to support life. And the more we come to know of our planet, the more amazing it is that life exists at all. Do you know scientists have determined that we live in just the right region of our sun? We're not too far away, we're not too close, we are just right. If we were much closer to the sun, we'd be cooked to death. If we were much further away, we'd be frozen solid. More than that, during its next orbit around the sun, if the earth would deviate by only a fraction of an inch every 20 miles or so, we would freeze or fry within a year. In fact, our planet is tilted in regard to the sun in a really golden kind of way. As the Earth revolves around the Sun, it does so at a constant 23-degree tilt on its axis. And because of that tilt, 
our planet can support far more life than if we were perpendicular. If the Earth weren't tilted, the poles would be colder, the equator would be hotter, and less of the surface of the Earth would be livable. Some night soon, I encourage you, just look up at the moon. It seems like just a lifeless dust ball in the sky, and as far as we know, that's because it is. And even though the moon is roughly the same distance from the sun as we are, its temperature range is from 214 degrees above zero to 243 degrees below zero. No life exists on the moon that we know of. But if it weren't for that lifeless moon, our oceans would be dead. The moon's magnetic attraction on the Earth creates tides for our oceans. If it were bigger or closer, the ocean tides would overwhelm us with tsunami-like waves. If it were smaller or further away, the tides would be almost non-existent and life in the oceans would cease. These are just a few examples of how we live in such a sweet spot in the entire universe. This is a truly wonderful, life-filled world. God created this planet and this space we live in like nothing else we have yet found in the entire universe. Imagine that. But the psalmist also reveals to us this morning that as great and wonderful as all of this is, humanity is even greater. Because the majesty of the stars only magnifies humankind's dignity, for we have been created in God's own likeness. Yet you've made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. For all of their glory, for all of their luster, the stars can do no more than shine. But we can reason together on God. The divine word and the divine will are let loose in this world through human pursuits. Unlike the rest of creation, we are God's partners in this living stuff. The moon can do no more than look down on the earth's happenings. We can help shape them. The stars also follow fixed courses. We're involved in setting our own. And we're also reminded that with these privileges come tremendous responsibilities. We have an obligation to all creatures, great and small. Even the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, they have rights, and it's our duty to protect those rights. We are the stewards entrusted by God to care for this wonderful, incredible world. And the psalmist speaks of a transcendent love, a care for all of creation, not as we presently go about it, but an outline of how things should be. He sings of a higher way of being together and closes the psalm as he begins it in a sense of reverent wonder. How majestic is your name in all the earth. So on this Father's Day, we're all somewhere on a course of about 650,000 hours or so. And your perspective on things can create meaning and wonder in your life. It can also create anxiousness 
and despair. But the next time you look up at the magnificence of a starry summer night, be in awe and wonder of a God who could so masterfully create such a sight and be in awe and wonder that such a God is also aware of you and speaks your name. To God be the glory. Amen.